This is a HeadGum Podcast. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey y'all, y'all listening to Howl, Howl.fm, this is Hollywood Handbook, here's your two guys, uh, Hayes and Sean, hey, hey Hayes, hey Sean, say please welcome to the stage, uh, please, yes, well, I'm sorry, please just, welcome to the stage and then just to cut the thing, yeah, to cut the thing, turn yeah, the, turn um, the, turn, that, yes, whole first thing, first of all, say, okay, South by South, West yes. Stages is is delighted to present uh, a special edition of Hollywood Handbook, and then say please welcome to the stage. And yeah. It's so uh, okay. fucking easy. Okay, let's start from <laughs> let, no, because there's that's not all of it. There's the how you're listening to how yeah why no don't, don't just do yeah, the, keep that off why they're not listening. I thought they, this might be no a no no howl no, no. Spe- how special. Howl you could say how presents or whatever whatever the most real. Okay, this has to feel like a real panel yeah. at the festival. And so the accent is good. I thought the accent was good. Did it you think that? It was better for me than Even what's normally it. happening. Yes, because it's Texas and you... And the tagline. Yeah. It's like, hey, y'all. Yes. Y'all listening to hey ha- Yes, I don't hell. think that was a tagline necessarily, but because you're not listening to Howl. That's wrong. Because no. they, they're in person. They're, Brett, they're listening no one to is talk. ever listening to Howl. So that's okay. So here's what it should be. It okay. should be like uh, when when we think about podcasting, we think about comedy, technology, and uh, the two guys that are at the intersection between these two disciplines uh, might have have a lot to say about the future of comedy, where it's going. How will we be listening to our comedy? And when you, you said "how will we be," it kind of how sounded, will, you said "how will we be?" Uh, like yeah, like how will that how actually will could be, that actually could be really interesting. Yeah, and so we. It has to feel real. It has to feel like because everyone else is doing these. We're the only Earwolf podcast that didn't get invited to do a panel in South by Southwest, yeah. and we're not going to be left out. So, like, we're doing a panel, and I don't know didn't. how. Do we ask? Are we supposed to? I, were we supposed to submit at some point? Like, is there a form? Because I don't understand. They didn't send me to record any of it, so I'm here with you guys. Who did they send? The I I think it's like Engineer Frank. Okay, so Engineer Frank is holy shit. back on the scene. Uh, yeah, huh? I mean they just they still go to him, right? Wow, for the visual. I'm element, lead engineer because he say, was, yeah, you know, uh, that makes sense. He's right, a, he's beautiful. Uh, okay. okay, so, well, so this is big for um, you too. I don't right? remember what you were saying, but I'll I can try it. I can try it just again. Think it was a lot of words and. It just think, lot. just you know, just, just think about like, what how it would sound like a live show if like you were actually there and get them pumped. Yes. Okay. Um, can and you just swear, start out that swear, sentence and swear, again? And swear. Oh, it's yes. swear. Swearing is okay. Is good. I can do that. Start out what? Uh, I'll, I'll just I'll try to do what you said. 
Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Crowd on. And wait. There, there. Theme song again? Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. When you think about podcasts and audio, you think about interdisciplinary uh, luminaries. How will you see that in a live form? Well, it's Hayes and Sean. Hey, Hayes and Sean. Hey, should we go up a little bit more? Because now we're like walking out. Oh, yeah. Hey, hi. Hey, guys. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thanks welcome. for coming out. Hello, Texas. Coming out. Hey, what up, what up, Texas? Now bigger. Pop it, pop it, pop it. Yes. Good, 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 good. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, they love you here. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having us out. Uh, um, we love podcasting. We're so excited about the the future of the medium. Uh, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it like they all stop at once. Well, no, maybe. While because, I'm talking. But I hate to disagree with you, Hayes, but maybe I made a symbol with my hand, like, like That's sort good, of you zip sh- it. But you like should a, say zip it. Okay. So put it back up a little bit. Thank yes, thank, thank you. you guys. No, no, we really do appreciate it. But uh, we're gonna start talking now, so zip it. <laughs> and good. Uh, you guys are good. You get yeah, this uh, good crowd. Um, podcasting, where does it go? We're on a rocket ship. We're going past the moon to one of the other moons of the other bigger planets, maybe Io, the largest moon of Jupiter. And that's where we see it. NASA being able to go Texas. Don't pop for no no no. Don't give yourself. Don't know when we say Texas. Yes. We got a lot of pride in the state. Uh, and part of a comedian's job is to sort of observe trends and like what's going on in the world and uh, talk about those in an entertaining way. But also, you know, it's a business as well. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, like it's something we think about. So we're kind of students of the industry, and um, we're we're excited. It's a really exciting time to be in podcasting. Our brains are hungry, and our stomachs are full, which is always the best way to approach ideas. Um, for me, uh, first of all, let me just say it's an honor to be moderated by Matthew McConaughey um, to have you here uh, asking oh, yes. us questions. No, he doesn't. Oh yes, he doesn't say. Oh yes, he doesn't say. Oh yes. He says, "What is it?" He says, "Is what it, does he do?" He does like he has a thing. It's not oh yes. Is it like gimme gimme gimme? Okay, okay. Gimme gimme gimme. <laughs> That's right, Matthew. And so, no, no, oh sorry. shit. Now, well, now we have to work. But, yeah, now okay. we have to. Uh, glad you guys guys are all in here, like staying dry. Uh, we'll try and yeah. And the, uh, some of the uh, engineers are going to pass out ponchos. Uh, and but you know, while it's you know it's raining outside, but uh, the future of podcasting is uh, it's bright. Is, is the bright sun's and clear. still bright. Yes, yeah, sun shining. Uh, yeah. So let's um, let's just dig into it. Um, yeah, we'll take. <laughs> yeah, and that should have been on the. The sun. I did. Okay. Uh, so okay. then let's something. take a question. And Matthew, did you have a question for us? Uh, yeah. Um, just wondering uh, 
you know, since you guys are from Hollywood, I, I just want to hear, uh, I think the audience would like to hear just, uh, you know, what's your favorite part of Hollywood? What's Hollywood Boulevard like? No, you um, have to, what? the way these questions should go is like, say like I was walking around the, like looking at the booths today and I saw like some crazy thing you saw and like, is that going to be, you know, happening in the future or something like that? You know, like that's the way. Yeah, it's us talking about the future for the most part. Yes, the future. Oh, okay. It's not talking about what part of Hollywood we like best. That's oh, not yeah. a bad that's, question. You can get that yeah. from another episode. You know? Yes. Okay. It's, so I was, it's wa- the babes. So I was walking around today at the booths and, <laughs> uh, you know, saw a lot of crazy stuff. And I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, the future. Great question, Matthew. Yeah, um, uh, there's all kinds of technology out there for listening. Um, There are big headphones and little headphones. And uh, honestly, for us, like, you know, the sound is important, but it's really the content uh, that's the the most important. That, yeah, no matter how it sounds, even if it sounds like fucking dog shit or you can't understand the words, as long as there's passion behind what's being said, uh, yeah. that's always going to take precedence. Because the great thing is that podcasting is a democracy and like even though all the big shows, all the most popular shows are from celebrities and uh, like do come from networks, uh, I feel like that is, is possibly about, uh, about to change. Whereas any of you guys could be the next Joe Rogan. Pop, just, yeah, a little, yeah, okay, that's good. Speaking of democracy, uh, um, you watch these debates? You want me to clap? Do no, no. No, we want them to have not seen it. Yeah. Okay. We don't watch debates in this town. Good. Another question? So, as we look in the future, what, uh, do you think the singularity is coming, or um, you know, where robots surpass our capabilities? Do we want him asking all the questions? Or do we want to get questions from the audience? Let's get yeah. Have that be an audience. Have that be member? an audience question. Yeah, same okay. question, Let's, exactly the same wording. But, yes, but do go like field it from the audience. Okay, let's go to the audience for a, for a question. Uh, you, sir, uh, what's your question? And then now ask him. Yeah, you have to ask, ask him. Hey, this question's for Hayes. Um, no, okay. have him be you like, should be uh, farther away. You should be really quiet. So, like, yeah. be standing back. Okay. That's good. And he should be diverse. Yeah. As a black man. But like a nerd. And, okay. But uh, that's good. That's like an interesting take on it. As a, a as a black man, I uh, was just wondering what your thought on uh, singularity and will robots surpass our capabilities of uh, learning and uh, processing. Uh, that's actually a great question. Uh, I, I honestly feel like comedy is the highest form of human intelligence. Um, like, machines can't laugh. Uh, they can't. 
they can't appreciate irony, uh, sarcasm. Like I look at like I check out like the Onion. Like like every day I pull up the Onion and I say like this is like this is something a robot could never a robot could never just do the Onion. You know. Yeah, for me, um, uh, I watch a lot of British comedy. So um, shit like Mr. Bean or um, any of the really fucked up shit that they do over there. Yeah. Yeah, The Office. Thank you, Black Nerd. Um, All those things where uh, there's like cringe humor, like computers can't cringe. Mm -hmm. So... um, Anything where somebody's embarrassed, like a computer wouldn't know why Johnny Knoxville got shot with a paintball. Right. It would just be able to like process the velocity or something. Whereas I can actually be like, holy shit, that's funny. And robots can be funny. Um, Rosie, George Jetson's friend was interesting was yeah like, well it's just funny that she's so sort of matronly mm-hmm. um but when he's got if you were gonna build, wife but you know that he's fucking the robot right and if you were gonna build a robot like that why wouldn't you make her like have like a great body yeah like at least make her look like she takes care of herself even if she's not gonna be why young would, why would you make her fat yeah no, I mean honestly, that's just like you know. No, I didn't. I'm not saying that for applause. I'm just saying that like, is. Uh, that, I'm I mean, not, thank no, you. I'm you not doing it to pander to you guys. But, but it's honestly just why how we feel. So, why is she so thick? If you get like you get built, if you're gonna anything build you Rosie, want, let's make her skinny. Let's right? have a skinny Rosie. Let's hear it for Sean, everyone. Wow. Okay, so should we get one more from the audience? But that should be you saying that. Okay, so should we get one more from the audience? Okay. Um, you, you little boy. Hi. Um, Back up from the thing. We'll okay. Who, who are you most proud of? Diverse. You should be diverse. I'm a, um, I'm a little boy with disabilities. Um, That's good. And I'm wondering, what are you most proud of in this world? Okay, now, as the moderator, can you rephrase his question? Yes. Uh, Thank you, uh, young disabled boy. Um, You're still McConaughey? (laughs) Gimme, gimme. (laughs) We got a lot of pride in this state, and I think he just wants to know, what you're prideful of to the point of, of tears almost. Okay, and now as the little boy, can you correct the moderator for not understanding your question? Well, actually, I wanted to know... More diverse, more diverse. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> I, I'm very cold. That's so good. He's very disabled. I, I just I wanted to know more, like, who, who are you proud of? Uh, not tear, not cry. I don't want you to cry. No cry. Okay, thanks. And sorry, Matthew, that you got that wrong. And thank you, little boy. Uh, yeah, that's a really great question. Uh, honestly, one of our proudest moments is um, we we were named by LA Weekly uh, one of the top people of uh, 2014. And pop that. Pop that? Pop that? Yes. Pop that. The audience can go fucking nuts pop if we it, say that. Are you it, kidding me? Pop it. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, and it was crazy. It was really exciting. Uh, and uh, uh, it, it was, was such a whirlwind. It was like just like such a thrill for us because like we always grew up reading it and like it was like now it's us in there. And, you know, just to like be offered a plaque to put on the wall of Beerwolf Studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, no, but it's true. They did. Yeah. They, they, they sent an email to Earwolf Studios and said, you know, would you guys want to have this plaque? And, uh, and Earwolf went ahead and forwarded that to us. and Asking if we wanted it. If we wanted to pay for it. For our house. That we would pay right. for it to put in our house. Rather than have it be sort of on the walls of the studio itself. And, uh, you know, here, I'm, like, I'm sitting here saying, like, uh, let's give a brother a plaque, huh? Yeah. Pop, pop, big pop. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, not the, that. No. Yeah, it's a big pop. That sounded Do like both because it should be. The, Dude, it's thunderstorm thunderstorm and the, hits hard oh, now. Okay. Great. Yes, yeah. yes. And now they're going nuts. Ooh, let's give a brother really a plaque. Get a brother, give a brother get a plaque. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> now, is it normal to get plaques at Earwolf? Who's asking that? That's me right now. Matthew McConaughey. Ah, yes. Um, uh, uh, there are, there is a show with plaques, right? Yeah, it's. Nor- I mean, winning awards is not a super normal thing for an Earwolf show. Uh, it does but- maybe say Adam Sachs have another plaque up? Yes, to prove that he has. Thank you, had Matthew. Plaques before. Yes, you're losing the accent a, little, a lot. In fact, um, yeah, there's a Webby. I'm an actor. I do. Lots of accents. There's like, an, there's like an L.A. Web Award that uh, How Did This Get Made won. Uh, we're really excited In for In 2002 them. or something, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was a really big achievement, but uh, can a brother throw that plaque in the trash? <laughs> can a brother update the plaque? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, we'll use that one. Uh, and the big fucking pop, dude. Yes. When I say brother, people are going to like that. For me, that's like a good color on me. Not, oh, wait, you know, this is the wrong kind of rain. Thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, yes. do it again. I'm sorry. Can a brother update the plaque? Great, great, great. Good, great. <laughs> And now we give it like let's hear it one more time because we gotta you know because we gotta go yeah. do like as Matthew be like let's hear it one more time for yeah. let's know. hear it one more the time boy. fuck yeah for a Hollywood handbook give me give me give me it's your boy thank you. yeah thank you yeah. Right, we're sorry to leave so soon thank but uh, these brothers gotta check out the booths <laughs> stay warm stay dry, out there stay dry stay dry. It is warm because it's Texas. Yeah. It's a wood dry. Yeah. And okay, drop it out. Down. And yeah. drop it all out. Drop the whole thing. <clears throat> drop. Okay. And so, we don't need to be in the no, thing anymore. All right. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. So we send that to Adam. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, we'll run it this week. Um, who else did I, Who charted who, is there? Who do we need to do? I know. Uh, I mean. Improper Humans Improper is there. Humans Improper is Humans there. is definitely there. They're, send it to them. They've got to be doing a solo bolo down there. Am I crazy? Oh, solo bolo trollo maybe? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Quadrolo? So, I don't know, but there has to be one of we'll those. We'll send it to them and be like, sorry, we couldn't make yours. You know, we were doing our show, and then we'll send them, uh, you know, the 700 
megabyte file that they can and download. And then they'll to. know, like, oh, these guys were. Like, yeah, they they probably didn't get that. So kind send of them response. like send yeah. that to Matt Besser. You're saying yes, yes. Get it to Besser. Yes. Get it to who's doing I uh, for H with him. Oh, wild horses know. girls probably or something. Everyone from UCB. Yeah, from UCB. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just every, he gets everyone the best improvisers in the universe. It's a lot of experienced improvisers from there. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, that's great. Uh, and then so he'll to, yeah, so he'll listen to so it. He'll, and then he'll play it for the. Gabrus has got to be there for some shit. No, right? he won't fucking send yeah. him. Just make sure he hears this so he knows that we did it too. Send it to okay. him by accident. Send it to him. And be like, Jake and Amir, I know you wanted to hear this because, and send this to Scott too. Okay. Like, I know you wanted to hear this because you're thinking of paying us more money to be on your network mm-hmm. instead of Gabrus. And then send another one and say, hey man, that's actually for somebody else. Uh, you know, like, don't listen to that, but he will listen oh, yeah. to it. You know? Yeah, I'll say like a BCC. I'll say for your ears only, but then yes, that's then good. That's yeah, great. it's got to look like an accident that they're getting it. It has like to look like an accident, Brett. Okay. Like you want to send it and then immediately reply, like, "Sorry, this wasn't Oops. for you." Like yeah. address it to like. I mean, here's what you can do. Here you go, Sean and Hayes. Here's the secret file you guys wanted to check out before it goes wide. Yes, and then and before uh, it goes global, global. global. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Before it goes friggin' universe. Yes, that's awesome. That fucking rules. Universe is kind of that the Besser's thing, owns. too. Is it? Oh, good. Yeah, that's better even. Good. Okay. I hope it is his thing. It was his thing. Used to be. So we do that, and then, is that his thing? Like, best improvisers in the universe? Yeah. He says that? And best podcast in the Jesus universe, Christ. he's called it. Yeah, well. Um, and so then we – then you send a follow-up being like, hey, man, say, I would really appreciate it if you not listen to that. <laughs> it's yeah, it's too important and it's – like everyone would get in big trouble. Right. When I say it was for your ears only, that meant yes. um, Scott's ears. Well, no, it's addressed to us. It's addressed to us. And it's like we can't let anyone else hear it and go like – basically be like if you hear this, it could be really damaging to the Hollywood Handbook podcast and could really help yours. Yes, that's So then they go like, oh, well, now I got to hear it. And what will happen is it will diminish their confidence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To hear us owning, working through the thunderstorm, which was a big challenge, knowing about the future – you got Being Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Yes, that was big. Yeah, that that was exciting. Having a very diverse audience. Even knowing it wasn't real, that was exciting. Yeah, that actually was a big moment for me. I might call my parents right after this. So, yeah, you've got it. You know what to do. And then we'll just get the buzz going internally mm-hmm. at Earwolf. That, like, we've done South By, and that's how you end up doing it, is you get treated like you did it, you and pretend, then you do it. Yes, you yeah. pretend you do it. They all pretend they do it first, and that's how they do it. Okay. And then we'll just come back with, a, like, a, a guest segment because, like, we went home or something. Yeah. Yeah, though, I was going to say that's a pretty short live show. Right, um, but we had to – so it's like we had to go home – to do the second and segment. And do a guest segment with Brandon Gardner. And we got, yes, and we got paid the same. 
Yeah, we got paid the same. Say yeah. that in the email. <laughs> hey, Sean and Hayes, here's the secret file you don't want anyone else to hear. Don't let anyone hear it. And then, oh, oops, guys, don't listen to this because best is on or whatever. And you go like, oops, guys, don't listen to this. It would really hurt Hollywood Handbook and help you guys. It's this live show that you can't mm-hmm. listen to because it's got secrets about the future and it um, and they got paid the same for doing it, even if it seems short versus maybe the live shows you're familiar with at that event. Yeah, and they had to go home to do guest segment with, mm-hmm. right. with Brandon Gardner. I say that in the email too. Yes. Okay. Say it back. Uh, for your ears only. And then I say, um, hey, guys, this is uh, this is the South by Southwest show, super secret. And, um, you know, oh, I, then I send I send another follow-up email that says, oops, yeah. like all caps lock. Do not listen to that. It will severely hurt Hollywood Handbook and help you guys out. And they're getting paid the same anyway, so the, they're yeah, going to go home now. They're going now. home for the second segment. and Yeah, had to get home in had time. Had to get home in time for the second segment. With Brandon, and then that's and then and, maybe say and, that segment and, went well. Don't attach that segment, but just say it went well. Mention the fact that yeah. even though we just had him on the show not that long ago, it's not because we, you know, like – don't have other yeah, don't like read a million don't other read guests. Yes, no. You shouldn't yes. even be re- you know reading the fact this right that we now, had him it's... again and don't yeah don't mention that or and don't make it sound like five people said no between Wednesday and Friday. Don't bring that up yeah. at all. Yes, right. Or actually, just say that that didn't happen. Yeah, right. say that didn't happen. Five people explicitly. did not say no to be a guest, and right. don't say they that some of them are people that you would really be surprised to hear like are in a position to say no. Yeah. Okay. And then do I sign off with thanks exclamation point or best? Mm, uh, yours. Hey, this warm. is your area. <laughs> yours. Yeah. Warmly. Warmly. Warmly, okay. Um, and then whatever your got this nick, your little nickname is just Brett and emails. Okay. I haven't. I didn't mention Matthew McConaughey in this. No. Should I here. sign it, Matthew McConaughey? That's oh, it's yeah. gonna be from your email address. <laughs> that might tip them off to the fact that you were just, and I hate to say this out loud, you were just doing Matthew McConaughey. We should not even be saying that, even internally. Yeah. That could be very damaging for him to get that out there. Yeah. The identity idea that, first thing. of all, that you can basically just become him at any time. Mm-hmm. And secondly, that we didn't actually have him. That's bad for everybody. So um, let's just get out of this. Yes. And then we'll come back and do this, the, the second segment. Okay. With Brandon. So I gather Danny, Motor, Chris, Judd, Cash, Warren. I say, guys, you guys are my best friends. So what? What? So what? I, I haven't even finished. I haven't really even started the story. Okay. 
What is... Wh- Go ahead. No, what is this energy? No, let's talk about what you... What's making you, you act why, like this. Why don't you talk about it? You're so interested. Okay. I I started to tell a story. Great. And then you said, so what, without even hearing what the story was. I heard enough. What is their problem? Those guys are all jerks. Everyone you name is, is it a because, jerk. Is it because I said they were my best friends? Who cares? I don't know. I, I don't even care. But it is, in because essence, that is- a story starring four or five guys, not me. Yeah. And it's are you inclu- starting are the you story. Are you including me? Yes. And it's starting the story, and you're saying it's, you're my best friends. And I didn't even know this was happening, this gathering. Well, this was a, a while ago. This is when I was with Brooke. So? Well, at the time, you were what? also upset. Uh, yeah, I, I knew you were going to say what. Because when I, whenever I would mention Brooke, whenever I said I was going to get married, mm-hmm. you'd say, so what? Yeah, so what? So any, anytime I whoop. ever, every time I ever talk about other friends. Oh, big whoop. Or other friends. Girls that I like, you say, so what? Or big whoop. Yeah. Well, big whoop. So what? What's your point? I just think I should be able to talk. You talk about other people you like all the time. Not in a way that's disrespectful to you. And you don't know that because you can't feel when you're doing it. So you don't realize how generous I am. But I always describe them as okay friends. Right. Medium hot chicks. Right. But you talk about what? Steffi. You talk about all the stuff that. Oh, Steffi. That's such a joke. She's my wife. I don't even live with her. I don't even think she likes me. I, I, I have never heard you talk about her this way before. Yeah, because I keep the mask on, Hayes. We all wear masks in our lives, you know? And in a way, it's protective. Yeah. And I'm doing it, again, for your sake. I don't want to invite you into the wreckage that is my home life, me and Steffi. I don't want to know about like it. I don't want you to know f- about me, it. But you want to ask? Okay, right. we haven't done a deep no, French don't, kiss don't, in don't, almost don't, six don't, months. Don't, come on. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I don't. That's what you want to no, hear. No, I don't want to hear that. I'm sorry. I. I but she keeps her lip no, purse tight. Sean, I'm sorry. I I I didn't realize how important to me it was. To imagine you guys having a nice, loving relationship. Yeah. Well. Uh, are you Are you going to be, like, we talk about the festival and stuff, are you going to be able to do that? It's fine, but what's the, your cash and all the, whatever, you and Dan, you're uh, all your best friends, what happened with I them? What I'm trying was to it? remember, I think it was that um, all these, all these girls wanted to marry me, mm. and... I needed them to uh, marry them instead because I was already married to Brooke. Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's just do. Hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names in the red carpet line back hallways of this industry we call showbiz. We're back from ATX, the airport. 
it's uh, it's so nice to be home again. We had a fun time uh, at the festival. Thanks for everyone to for coming out to our so great to see all panel. of you there. I know a lot of the people listening now were at the panel because there was a very big audience, and so just by pure mathematics, some of you must have been there. We have a big audience listening, and we had a big audience present. Um, the questions were great. All of them, even the whether they were from the moderator or or whether they were from the audience, they all were worth having. And I think it was good. It was a good festival. It was a dry heat in Austin, and that's how you know I was there because how else could I describe the weather? Did you see any good toys, any of the little... Um... In terms of the tech... The little robotic technology yes. and the software. Yes. What what kinds of stuff did you um, did you get to test anything out? Um. Was- yeah, there was an electric bee <laughs> that you make friends with. You can ride him, or you can just have dinner with him. And he sits, and he has great manners, and he asks you to pass him the various condiments. And so it's an electric bee that. Does he have honey? Does he have like some kind of well, electronic he honey? He does, but it zaps you because he, you know, so it's there's right. honey but he, shooting out of him. him. But if you touch it, you do get a shot. He likes to be zapped or he doesn't like to be zapped? It's not about whether he likes to get zapped. It's you get zapped if you touch his if honey. If you touch his honey. Does okay. he like it when you get zapped? He very politely will be like, Oops, sorry. But you can tell there's a little chuckle behind it because, Mm -hmm. and I can't blame him. He's seen it so many times. People want the honey, but you got to pay the price. So I did make friends with that electric bee. We did have a really nice meal at this barbecue joint that I like um, with all the meat, salt lick. Uh, But anyway, we've got a guest. Yeah, we had to slam dunk into the story. Yeah, and that's a great way to talk about the beginning of what we were going to do because we did have to fly home to talk about sports. Um, We like to do a thing where we talk about March Madness like it is an actual way you get sick. And we say, better go to the hospital because you got uh, infected with March Madness Mm -hmm. and your eyes are basketballs now. Yeah, you got um, stuck with a needle, with an infected needle um, that is like, um, has, uh, it's not HIV, but it's like um, M... M F. It's March Madness fever, and uh, and you got that needle in you, and so the only cure is to watch all the games and have the most fun with your friends. So uh, that's our prescription for you. And with us, we have a very esteemed doctor (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) who can also help you heal up uh, on your sick bed. There. Oh right. Okay. A lot, but he does want you to get March Madness as well. Yes, he's the doctor who is um, has managed to synthesize. It's a the, vaccine, I guess. Yes, he gives you a little. It's like bit the flu March- shot. You have a little bit of it in it you. Gives yeah. you a little bit of March Madness, and it doesn't. But it's not like a vaccine because it doesn't stop you from getting it. Getting again, the big one. We want you to always we want have, you to have it. the big. Yeah. Okay, uh, Brandon. Hello, thank you for having me. Now, Brandon, we already know you're an expert on marketing and advertising. That's right. That's my day job. Uh-huh. That's what I do for money. Yeah. 
And but oh, but also you also do for money, loving March Madness and, and just college basketball in general. And I yeah I appreciate you giving me this opportunity to talk about college basketball. And on the flip side of that, talk about the NBA, the snooze league. Ugh. Yes, and uh, all the different ways. College basketball is a superior thing to watch. Now, the snooze league, that's so interesting. Why do you call it that? Well, there's a lot of... uh, I think for a lot of people, if you talk to a a lot of white men in their 40s and 50s, they'll tell you the same thing I'm about to say, Mm -hmm. which is NBA athletes are lazy, overpaid. So they're snoozing. Yeah, everyone's snoozing. They go to sleep. snoozing watching. You see them, their eyes are half... You know, close. I'm not saying it's drugs. I'm not saying it's not drugs. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But everyone's asleep. No one cares. Why would you? You're already rich. And you don't like watching them go to sleep. No, actually, I to be. I've not watched an NBA game in ten or fifteen years. And so, if it were snooze league, that would be good. What they were doing is going to sleep. But sure. It's not actually supposed to be that. Yes, that's a name that's you call impression. it when that's not what it is. Right. Exactly. If it was, yeah, if it was something where we intentionally are trying to make our viewers sleep, mission accomplished. But uh-huh. I don't think it is. Okay. And so, so you're saying that college is superior to that. Is that because everyone's awake? Everyone's awake and they're hungry, right? We don't pay these young men. Mm-hmm. So where do they get their satisfaction? In sport, in competition. The only people we pay are, you know, these these men that guide them, our coaches. Sure, and they're the, they get to be the most famous people and in that, it, for sure. They're the stars. I right. prefer I prefer to watch a a league or a, a, a world of basketball in which twelve unpaid young men, predominantly African American, are unpaid for their labor, while a millionaire predominantly white man, guides them to success. That, to me, is exciting anything. But here's something I like about the version that you're talking about, which Mm -hmm. I have seen. Great. And I've seen that the most famous guy every year is is sometimes not an African-American guy. In college basketball. Yes. Yes, Yes, that is always a, a pleasure for me because when you do talk about, like, the best player in the NBA, it's like, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, I hope I'm saying that right, Steph, not Stephen Curry, Mm -hmm. but then when you get down to like who was the best college basketball player last year, Frank Kaminsky. Yes. Frank the Tank. Now that's someone I could get behind. Jimmer Fredette. Mm -hmm. Doug McDermott. And isn't it this year the guy, Grayson Allen? Oh, And what is it about these guys that it's so special? Well, I guess it's a character thing. I think it's something yeah. that you watch them and you're like, that's a guy who's got his life together. That's a guy who yeah. knows what's important. He's going to jump for a loose ball. And well, some of these other guys, it almost seems like even if they are playing unpaid in mm-hmm. college, they have their eyes on getting paid yeah. as if they need it. Uh, it's the worst. Like. Like, it would be their ticket to, like, a better life than they had. But somebody like a Jimmer Fredette, mm-hmm. you feel all, like he's just playing because he loves basketball. already good. Yes. Yeah, he yeah. feels like, yeah, he could make some money my or argument, he could not, and he's probably okay. My yeah. argument, my biggest argument maybe against the NBA is, why wasn't Jimmer Fredette more successful? There's something you're doing. There's some string you're pulling. Right. 
When to, a guy like that yes. mm-hmm. can't make it, then somebody has structured something in a way that's wrong where it either favors mm-hmm. these crazy freak athletes who just jump and run right, versus somebody who fundamentally is a pretty good shooter if you can get him some space and time. Yes. And let him do it from a little closer up. Yeah, sure. No, yes. he can't go all the way out. The way they have the line is crazy. Insane. Yeah. It's too big. It's not a jump shot. It also makes me wonder if maybe he, if he letting him play was going to show everyone uh, that everyone else was asleep. Yes. Uh, and so they had to let him not play anymore because. Too vivacious. Embarrassed. It embarrassed. Too vivacious. Yeah. And I say, I've seen the similar kind of thing of what you're describing in podcasting even, and I hate to throw our wow. buddies under the bus, but, you know, you see some of these guys who make a lot of money off their podcasts. Yeah. Spont, I know they're backing up the money truck. I know Hedukatim uh, is obviously pulling in a bunch of dosif, mm-hmm. And those guys, maybe the way they do their podcast is like they're just having a really sleepover with their friends. And, and if they were asleep during to it. have people on that were really trying to have fun mm-hmm. and do good new games, mm-hmm. that then it would show how sleepy exactly. they really were yeah, the most and of the so time. So they maybe don't invite some people who are very hungry yes. who – have not really seen any benefit from doing the same amount of mm-hmm. work on the podcast, or maybe mm-hmm. more. Um, if you let those people in, then all of a sudden it makes you look bad, and so they leave those people sort of struggling. Yes, yeah. it's and a that's perfect. Those guys is us analogy. Let's talk about why would you do it every time they start to shoot. Mm-hmm. In the NBA. Yes. They have to do it so fast. Yes. And they make it too much. Yeah. Why not have it take a little bit longer mm. and not do a good job as much of the, the time? The other thing is the just the scores. You look, yes. they're clownish. Yes. I want to watch a basketball game that's 32 to 34. It's not relatable. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise is five foot four. So when I go to see him in a movie, I actually feel like, oh, I could be in this same situation as this guy. That's how tall I am. Mm-hmm. But when I, there's a reason that you don't go to see War of the Worlds, one of my favorite movies, and see a nine-foot guy going like, hey, we got to get rid of the Martians. That guy's a Martian. Exactly. These guys are a little like Martians. Yeah, they're very athletic, should, very graceful, skilled giants. Should we be not rather than going to the games cheering for them, mm-hmm. attacking them? In an X-Men movie you would. And having them have so much money and all this power has got to be bad because mm-hmm. they can just build their forces and make more Martian warriors who ultimately could maybe take over. And so part of this podcast is going to be we have to stop them and who's with us. Mm-hmm. And, you I, know. It reminds me, I just want to say, can you guys believe this direction they're taking in the new Captain America movie where Captain America – the the United States has decided that he's too much of a renegade. Yes. And that he actually is in, in trouble now, and they don't want him to be saving one everyone anymore. I've just never seen that in, like, the second or third version of a 
I'll tell you where movie. I've seen it. College basketball coaches who, mm. for whatever reason, decide to coach in the NBA, and the NBA turns on them. I'm talking about Calipari. Yes. I'm talking about Patino. Make them lose on purpose. They bring their genius mm-hmm. to this washed-up game, mm-hmm. and then they're just sort of, yeah, just made, it's embarrassing. They're, they're treated so poorly until they're forced back into the college game they excel in. Well, and right. does it seem like maybe it's the players' fault? Because weren't they doing good with even yeah, worse of players before? And then they come in and have these supposedly great players? These college coaches come in, mm-hmm. ugh, it's disgusting, and they go to the players and they do what they would do in college and say, listen, I'll slip you 10000 yes. bucks if you play for my team. Mm-hmm. And the NBA players are like, no, I actually want even more yes. than that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they, and they also go like, hey, look, I'm a white guy with slick back hair. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the main face of this. Yeah. And then a lot and of these guys go like, and, yeah. well, I have a skill that uh, basically no one else on the planet has, and I'm displaying that all the time, and you're just holding a clipboard. Shouldn't I be the main yeah. face of it? And I'm, I'm like, oh, give me the clipboard guy. Yeah. He, he offers them to have dinner at his house mm-hmm. twice a week with his family, and they're like, they scoff at they it. They don't want to go that much. They want to be with their own families? I mean, this is when I start to be like, is no one grateful anymore? You miss the chess match. Yeah. When Calipari yeah. rolls into town with eight of the best college basketball players in the country, and he plays a team uh, really with no good basketball players, how is he going <laughs> to use those eight, those chess pieces? Ooh. And that's yeah. how I prefer. I don't even know. I love college basketball. I watch several games a day. I can't name a player. Because I'm not interested in their lives. No, I don't really like the players, except for maybe Jimmer. Sure. I mean, once in a while there's a Jimmer, there's a Christian Leitner who you can latch on to. So let's do uh, bracketology. Okay, this is a science that I do uh, understand. What are the different lines? You know, there's that big spider, and you're supposed to write in the different names. of, And you have to do the ones that are already there. You're not supposed to make up your own in the empty ones. There's no write-ins. You're supposed to pick one of the other ones. Mm -hmm. And believe me, you cannot win if you make up your own or you put your own name. And so is the spider supposed to be holding the school? Yeah, I guess so. I guess. Is that what it's a picture of? So it's the spider versus the school, and he's holding it like deciding what to do with it. And they're trying to get to the middle of the spider in its mind. Yes. So that they can drive the spider, I guess, wherever Mm -hmm. they want to go. But not every school can get to its mind. Only one school, Only one school, yes. school can get inside the spider's mind, seize the controls, mm-hmm. but then turn it against the other schools? I know. It this is where it starts to get hard. Why It sounds wild. Because a lot of times they've already destroyed a lot of the schools on their way there, so then they're yeah. driving the spider back just to make sure it's really dead or something? It's what makes college basketball so exciting. Mm-hmm. It's that you never know who's going to win to bring it back to another criticism of the Snooze League, their playoff system is organized in a way where there's seven games, the best team is probably going to win. Yeah. College basketball is not like that. Mm-hmm. Who knows who's going to win? Obama as a bracketologist, mighty contender or fake pretender? <laughs> I think he's 
underrated. Oh, uh-huh. mighty really contender. Has That's certainly yeah, close to the mighty. Do you not want to actually guard record saying he's a mighty contender, or and are you willing to dispel I've the only, rumors that he is a fake pretender, Brad? It's just that because I know what I say carries a lot of weight. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm You're I'm reluctant pounds. to you know designate someone a mighty contender when they're not. Because I've done it with a couple people, and then they really disappointed me. So is it possible in your mind to be neither a mighty contender nor a fake pretender? Is there something in between? Is it a I mighty pretender? I think the majority pretender? of people are in this, yeah, this purgatory area mm-hmm. with, where they'll never be either. Mm. And that's Obama to you. Yeah, yes. I mean, in that case, you take that question, and what you're saying is, Mighty contender or a fake pretender, you're like return to sender because you don't want to answer it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a great response. Yeah. And well, it was your response. And what you said carries a lot of weight. After all, you're over 400 pounds. Now, that's true. Do you keep the weight on as a message to other people to be proud of themselves, to other 40 year old dads who are watching college basketball Mm -hmm. and seeing that this is really the model that we should be following. And isn't it nice that the college gets money for school and education instead of giving just the basketball players money to buy more basketball hoops? I put on this way, have you heard of a playoff beard? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, this is the equivalent for me where once I know March Madness is coming up, I don't stop gaining weight till the championship game, and then I lose it all again. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I have Every heard year. of a playoff beard, but I'm just realizing that even though Hayes said, mm-hmm, maybe he doesn't know what it is. Gotcha. I, my teeth were chattering a little bit because I was a little scared for a minute <laughs> that I, I didn't exactly So know. maybe explain the significance of a playoff so beard and speak on So in a lot of sports, uh, as a sort of superstitious thing, uh, players and sometimes fans will not shave as long as their team is in competition. Uh, as a sort of a good luck uh, task. A good luck task, huh? Yeah, or lack of task because they're not shaving. Mm-hmm. Sort of ritual. It can be hard to not shave. Just ask Harry's razors. Now, one question I've had is, what college is the best? Ooh. Again, I carry so much weight. Four hundred Right now, 430 pounds. That I I I don't want to I don't want to say, but I I will say, Duke is always a school that I've looked up to and respected. Mm-hmm. I think um, they develop not basketball players but leaders of men. Ah, yeah. and is that important? I think it's so important. And uh, so that's a school uh, right now. I'm very excited about. Uh, does anyone feel betrayed by JJ Reddick? Speaking of Duke, a little bit. He. He doesn't carry the Duke tradition of of being pretty pretty terrible in the he, NBA. He he yes he uh, decided to become a trader and be a good basketball player. He, he somehow the, the is doing side. it in the NBA, yeah. shooting way too fast from and, way too far away. And the kind of uh, basketball that dares to show up on the stat sheet, whereas a lot of yes. your other good. Duke basketball players will do the better kind, which uh, does not accumulate any statistics. The only NBA basketball player I've ever enjoyed is Shane Battier. Yes, who ran around to the right place. Oh, never touched a ball, but made everyone better. Setting screens. 
It wasn't about him. It wasn't flashy. Boxing he didn't out. have to actually put the ball in the hoop or take the ball away from someone or give the ball to anyone else. Mm-hmm. Or Which catch it. All the things I see JJ doing or be able to Selfish catch Selfish things, really. Yes. yes, all the things where it's like, me, me, me. 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 I hate That's this culture, culture of me. Mm-hmm. I want the culture of, you guys do it. Mm-hmm. But if you need me, you know exactly where I'll be standing. Imagine it's in the spot where we all agreed on in practice. Mm-hmm. Imagine five Shane Battiers just running around setting picks for each other. No one ever getting an assist or a basket. And how beautiful a game that could be. Ah, what a chess match. Ooh. Selfie generation. Yep. It's it is. It's, I blame mm-hmm. selfie sticks. Mm-hmm. I blame the selfie sticks. And you see it at the game. It's saying you can shoot from farther and farther away. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that it's about you. Mm-hmm. Whereas it used to be, if you want a picture of yourself... You better take one of someone else first Mm -hmm. so you can have a good trade with them. Play it forward. Play it forward. (laughs) Do you expand on that? (laughs) On that idea of playing it forward? (laughs) I think so. Well, I think think you see college basketball coaches doing it all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm playing it forward by inviting you to come to a school— I don't really care if you take classes or not. Right. But I'm going to give you uh, a place to live, some food, and a uniform. And those are all things you didn't have before I came to you. And then you probably won't graduate, but you had one or two years of, of being somewhat recognizable in America. And that's a gift. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, play it forward. That makes sense now. How would you change the NBA to make it work? Well, I'm glad you asked me that question because I've been thinking about this and I'm just waiting for the day that I pick up the phone and Adam uh, Silver finally uh, gets around to trying to fix this mess he's gotten. On his now, what yeah, does the this way, name and, mean? And the, yeah, the way you say that. Uh, and the silver mm-hmm. uh, it sounds like it might have some kind of ethnic connotation. Well, do you want to? Is Adam Silver kind of the Adam Sachs of the NBA? Are you familiar with uh, Judas accepting thirty <laughs> pieces of silver for betraying Christ? Yes, I think I recall that. Well, I don't think it's a coincidence. And I don't really want to go further into it than that. And by the way, that really happened, and I did have some revelations in the past few weeks. Uh, if anyone was listening last week, I did accidentally stumble into a church uh, and find myself in there. Ooh. And uh, Judas, um, as a guy who was a traitor, ultimately had to fulfill his destiny. You can't blame him too much, but don't be like him. I mean, he did it so we could learn that lesson. Yes. And what did you think before that that didn't really happen? Oh, I thought and, before yeah. that these fairy tales we tell our children, look out or the or God, a.k.a. the boogeyman, is going to slap your hiney with a lightning bolt, uh-huh. you know, uh, that that it was just creating all this <laughs> fear and everyone's ruled by fear and it caused more wars and killed more people than uh, all the diseases and and natural disasters combined and everyone was getting killed by these religions and this boogeyman fairy tales. But what I'm realizing is uh-huh. a lot of it did happen mm-hmm. and it was uh, so to help us have a code. Mm-hmm. And isn't it good? And if religion's the opiate of the masses, 
Well, then I'm going to mass and light me up. I'm taking a big old puff of the poppy seed and and, uh, and tune out. Did you go to church? To tune in, tune out. Did uh, you like go to a service? Uh, well, okay. So the services I'm finding out are at very specific times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you kind of can't just hang out the whole time in between. You wanted to stay there. Well, I was like, when's the next one? And it wasn't for a little while. Right. And I was like, all right, well, I'll just crash here. And I took out my boom box mm-hmm. and just started like playing some tunes. And mm-hmm. uh, that's just how I sort of chill. Yeah. And they said, well, you can't have your boom box out. And I was like, okay. So then I took out my guitar and just started jamming some tunes live. Because mm-hmm. I was like, well, I got to have some mm-hmm. music to think. And they said, you can't do that either. And then I was like, well, what? Can I do in the church that makes a lot of noise? And their response was basically like, don't. Right. And then, so I was supposed to come back during mass, which I then got the time wrong because I don't know if you know this, but apparently your watch has a little thing in it that you're supposed to twist to make it keep going. Hmm. Uh Uh-huh. And you, but you like all this? It's just it's not like the a pause. The time issues I don't love, but I would right, but like and, to be a part of the. But, and the noise stuff. I mean, it sounds like it was it all negative. It's a lot of negative. Yeah, my experience is inside the church, other than learning. Okay, you know, uh, instead of seeing it as a system of fear, why don't we see it as a system of love? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. That was great for me, but some of the rules and the time constraints, I'm just not used to yet. Oh, okay. I'm open to it, but growth takes time, uh, and time, as we know, is relative, especially if your watch doesn't have a little thing twisted in it Mm -hmm. to let you know what really the time is. Right. Because I had thought... That it was just one time for almost a month. This reminds me of wow. why can't professional basketball teams be, you know, there are all these like college teams that are like church affiliated yes. and like the army and stuff. Yes. Wouldn't it be better if professional basketball teams could be associated with like a specific religion like Jimmer? Yes. I, I, I think it's crazy that right now basketball teams are basically if you live in that geographical area, that's where your loyalty goes to, which I right. think makes no sense. It should be, are laundry. you an army guy cheering for or a navy guy? Yeah. Are you, yeah, are, is it a religious thing? Are you cheering for the Catholic teams? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Wouldn't it be better if it was beliefs against one another uh, rather than better. just like, it's literally just like they're only affiliated with the city. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm sorry, I live in a city where there's a lot of people who believe something that I don't believe. And I believe something that a lot of people in some other cities do believe. You should get a chance to beat them. I'd like to see them. See who the winner is. Get their comeuppance. Taste the steal of my team. And if if they win, then that's the best thing to be. Then they proved it. Mm -hmm. Well, here's how I'd change the NBA playoffs. And it's borrowing a little bit from what I think makes March Madness so exciting, mm. right? March Madness, it's a very short amount of time. NBA playoffs last months. Yeah. People hate that. My version of the NBA playoffs, it's one day. Each game is 35 seconds long. 
You don't know who's going to win. It could be anybody. But by the end of that day, you crown a champion. And that would be the coach of whatever team won that. That sounds good to me. I, I can really wrap my head around that. Because the way it works now... There's so many people. It takes so Ugh. long. I don't know what's going on. I don't know where I am. I can't breathe. I'm thirsty. I can't find anything dark. in my house. Mm-hmm. It's dark. Uh, the lights have been off for <laughs> weeks. It's smoky, kind of. Oh, it's smoky. It stinks. <laughs> There's all these sounds, but I but I can't tell totally where they're coming from. I'm, my clothes are old; they're filthy. I don't have anything else. It's bad. They should not do it I'm like this. Lost. And that's yeah, it's today's NBA. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what it's like. Whereas, like, if it's just 35 seconds, then you put a crown on top of a coach. Okay, that at least is something. Maybe I'd be able to find my way out. Well, thanks, Brandon. Yeah, thank you yeah. for, you know, I hope everyone enjoys the March Madness and well, what sports is supposed to be. What do you think you want to be an expert about next time? Well, you know, I have so many interests. Uh, we've touched on religion today, which is a big one for me. Okay. Uh, college bass. Uh, obviously, advertising is my game. Give us a taste of the religion stuff. For me? Yeah. Well, I think... There's a lot of religions that are essentially oh. just borrowing from each other. Oh, okay. okay. There's it's, too much overlap. They're kissing. Yeah, and I think it's like if, if I was going to join a religion, spit. I don't want any other religion to share any of the beliefs of the religion I'm in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It gets diluted. Yeah, because then it's basically like, am I really at war with this other religion? Yeah. Or do we kind of think some of the same stuff? Mm-hmm. It's like I was raised Catholic, but then I'll, I'll talk to a Protestant. It's like, oh, we share a lot of the same things? That's weird. Yeah. Or I'll talk to a Why Jewish are we person. Fighting? Yeah, we share not, even really. some things. Yeah, even yeah. that seems like there's some stuff that lines up, right. which you would think it's opposite. You would think so. I, I talked to a Buddhist person, and we got on to talking about forgiveness, and I was like, this feels weird that we both have this aspect of very different religions. Yeah, shouldn't we be pissed? And Yeah, and I gave up on Catholicism that day. Yeah, religious killed more people than all wars combined is what I used to say. But now what I'm saying is like, should we get some more wars going right. to figure out some of this stuff? How are we going to solve which religion is the one? Because the one that I walk into, the kind of church I'm in, I don't know what was going on, really. Mm-hmm. I think you're really just replacing wars as we knew them with what wars are today, which is talk shows and reality television. Reality People, television. You're watching them compete because countries aren't competing themselves. Mm-hmm. It's sick. Talk shows. Talk shows. Yeah, and politics has become reality television. Absolutely. That's true. The people... They act so nuts. You start a war, you're not going to get in an argument about who the enemy is, right? We're all fighting the Nazis, and we're all agreed on that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Today, my neighbor's got a a Bernie Sanders sign. He lives next door to me. Yeah. This is, he looks at where my daughters play in the backyard. He's watching that spot. He sees that. When they're Uh there, or? uh, He just looks at where they 
He looks where they do it are. in general. He goes to work, so he's not seeing it literally when his balcony they are. looks right yeah. down at he it or something. Comes right down, looks and he can tell that what they were and doing. It just like. gives me the willies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's reality television. I mean, give me a break. In a nutshell. So, um, please do uh, watch Awesome Powers. Um, just that reminded me of the nutshell joke where he goes, this is me in a nutshell. Help, I'm in this nutshell. How do I get in this great bloody nutshell? What kind of shell is a nut like this in it? Um, and then uh, also listen to our show. You already get on did, the forums. I guess. Yeah, get on the forums. Talk get about, on iTunes. Talk about awesome powers. Get on Facebook. You know, uh, do what else? Yeah, watch awesome powers. Um, and just be kind to each other. Bye. Hollywood Handbook is brought to you by Wolf Cool Productions, a subsidiary of Calvin and Hobbes. Ow, baby. That was a HeadGum Podcast.